and welcome to another episode of To Be Honest, a show with a clown, a duck, and a degenerate. Hi. And today we have our first ever guest on the To Be Honest podcast, Too Mad, who's come under fire Ooh. from a few allegations. Uh, how you doing, Too Mad? Hi, I'm so glad to be on this fucking podcast. I think you should. I got a fucking egg McMuffin. <laughs> Too Mad. Too Mad touched me. Fuck is he saying? Nah, it's not gibberish. <laughs> it's fucking drugs. Simply chat GPD my fucking asshole. <laughs> I can't. I can't. We can't understand you. We can't understand Running you. Running full sprint towards me. I have to wrap this motherfucker out. Use <laughs> on ketamine. Use on two hundred milligrams of ketamine and then five other fucking heroin ass type drugs. I deny everything. Okay, I did some of that shit. Alright, so not everything. Which things? No, I didn't do shit. Okay, I don't deny everything. I deny some things and I accept some things. Okay, fuck you. I'm just describing what the fuck I'm asking you. I'm in Oreo right now. <laughs> Too much. Are you still there? Uh, he left. I just, all I heard was him mentioning, like, class A and B drugs running someone off the roads, and then that he's literally driving. Oh, yeah, and then he says, like, uh, I did some stuff. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, maybe I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that cannot be our first guest. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the To Be Honest podcast. Obviously, last time we attempted this, it was a completely unmitigated disaster. The essential plan was to have Tumad on as the first guest, and, um... Well, it didn't go as planned, so we had to just end the recording there, come back on another day with new topics, however, without Pyrocynical. Because where where is he, Jay? Where's this worm gone? He's such a worm. He's <laughs> gone. I, don't, I think, I don't know where he went. Amsterdam, right? To, to do an interview of some TikToker that interviews people on the street and asks them what they do for a living. Like, why, though? Why did he do this? I don't know. The guy doesn't even have much reach. <laughs> It's like, what's the point? I think it was just an excuse for him to go to the, like, red light district or something. But it was like, okay, can we record tomorrow? And he's like, oh, oh actually, no, I'm going I'm going for three days. Going to fly away. Like, okay, thanks for the no notice. And then we tell him, okay, you have to be here on this date, though, because we have sponsors. Four. We have four sponsors today. No exaggeration. Sorry about that. And then on the day, he's like, oh... I, I said, oh, podcast in 12 hours, remember? And he's like, oh, I'm going to be on a flight then because he's booked the wrong fucking flight time. <laughs> so he's, he's just... It's fucking he's useless. Just, yeah, he's, he's just hopeless. And then he's doing an interview of a guy who's has like 3 million subscribers on YouTube but doesn't even upload YouTube videos. So I, it doesn't make any sense. No, he actually deserves to be shot in the fucking face. Our Completely. podcast is getting like smaller and smaller every week. Yeah. And now it's just the two of us. But that just means more money for us. And this is like, this is a lot of money now because we're doing four sponsors and Pyro is getting none of it. So that's the light at the end of the tunnel. That's the silver lining in he this story. He doesn't need it though. He doesn't, yeah, but still, he's probably going to lose it all. At this rate, it's going to be... He's, he's spending it on frivolous items. He's going to lose every single penny of it. 100%. <laughs> this show is going to be far better without Pyro anyway. I mean, this is only what people have been asking. People have been asking for yeah, two different slop. things. Yeah, less slop. There are two things, two main things that people ask for in the comments section. They ask for Nerd City to come back. He's not coming back. I'm saying he's coming back when he finishes his video, but like, who knows when that is, right? I'm gonna be honest with you, Jay. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> the inmates are running the asylum. Like, if I have to see that comment one more fucking time, I, I will actually murder someone. 
That is not an excuse to type it now, just because I've said that, by the way. It is the most unoriginal shit. I mean, literally just YouTube comment section. Like, they see something that gets a lot of likes the first time round, and then someone else posts it, copy-pastes. That gets quite a few likes. Not as many, but quite a few. And then it's just a fucking snowball effect. It's like the last four episodes, I think. Be fucking original for once. For once. (laughs) Anyways, the second thing that people are always asking in the comment section is get rid of Pyrocynical. So he's gone. He's gone. He's dead. He's fine. He's fucked off. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say no more slot, but that kind of goes with the, goes with getting rid of Pyro. So half the podcast is slop. Like it's all, that's always going to be the case with or without nerd, with or without Pyrocynical. He's a drunken worm and he got his flight wrong and he's pathetic and he's to be sure. (laughs) I genuinely hope he, he suffers like some some major disease. Speaking of drunk idiots uh, that should be killed or might be killed, Ice Poseidon, Thailand, in prison. <laughs> oh, I think he's just been released from prison, actually, because he paid bail. What was it, like 12,000, 12,000 dillers to be released from prison? But yeah, it was pretty serious for a while. I mean, I think he was going to he was gonna end up in five, five years in a Thai prison. Did that get cleared? Is it, is it not still on the cards? The charges are reduced. I think he still has to show up in court. Yeah. But the charges have been reduced. But anyways, for those that don't know the story, Ice Poseidon, who's like a very, or was, I should say, a popular streamer back in the day, one of the biggest streamers. Degenerate streamer. Yeah, degenerate streamer. He was one of the first people to do that live, like, in public streaming. I think just IRL streaming, isn't it? IRL streaming. He was one of the first IRL streamers. Well, he got banned or something. I'm pretty sure he literally got banned off Twitch because what he did was so, like, fucking bizarre. There was, like, a whole circle of drama just revolving around him. I mean, there's so much lore to it, and I I don't even pretend to know 1% of it, even 1% of it. Then he ran a cryptocurrency scam, and so a lot of people say that this is deserved. But anyways, he was in Thailand, he was doing the IRL streaming there. Um, He was in a Thai hotel, and he was giving a lap dance to his girlfriend in fishnet stockings. I mean, this video is out there. I think it was a bar. It was was like a hotel restaurant. I thought you were saying it was just like the privacy of his own hotel room. So it it was like a public space within the hotel, if that makes any sense. I think it was the restaurant. But anyways, he's there giving his girlfriend a lap dance in fishnet stockings. And he's doing this live on Kick. The manager of the restaurant or the hotel comes in, says, oh, no, you can't be doing this. I'm not going to do like a Thai voice here. I won't be disrespectful <laughs> yeah, because I'd that's like what to- she says. That's what she says. You're being disrespectful to the people of Thailand by doing this lap dance live on your stream. So the police are called. He's arrested, thrown into a Thai prison, apparently pretty horrible conditions. He gets a bucket to shit in, and apparently that bucket has already has shit in it. So he's charged with distribution of obscene content, because obviously he's filmed this lap dance, it's live show on kick. And also apparently because his girlfriend's dress was too revealing, which is completely insane. The charges are pretty much ridiculous. And honestly, for Thailand, because I have spent quite a lot of time in Thailand, very hypocritical. Because Thailand, based on my experience, and uh, there's an easy, there's an easy joke there. What? What's the joke? Just like based on my experience, I know all about Thailand's degeneracy. Like Lady Boys. Lady Boys is like not even one percent of like the insane shit that they get up to. I mean, have you heard of ping pong shows? Uh, did did didn't you go to one of those? I went to one, yeah. Do you know what one is? You can kind of just fill in the blanks when you hear a ping pong show. But go go to detail anyway. We don't need ads. <laughs> so these whores get up on the stage, they put ping pong balls in their fucking gash, and pop it out. 
you know, shoot it out into the crowd and the audience and people catch it. I mean, ping, it's not just ping pong balls. They can shoot all sorts of things out. Oh, you think they've got like a tube of air or something going on down there? I have no idea. I genuinely, I have not looked into this <laughs> too in depth, to be perfectly honest. And I try not to think too much about it because the stink was unimaginable. Why did you even go to it? It was like just a bucket list thing. Like I think it was just like I was with some like friends and, and it was just like the Rome experience. sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. When in Rome, <laughs> I'm with some friends. We've been drinking. It's like, oh, look, there's a ping pong show on. We should go see it. I'm like, what the fuck is that? A ping pong show? That sounds kind of interesting. I want to see like professional ping pong players. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like an experience. I've never watched a professional ping pong match. And no, it's just women shooting ping pong out of their, out of their gash. That's pretty much it. So anyways, I experienced that. It was not a very worthwhile experience. I was there for about 20 minutes. But yeah, so that's just what they do in Thailand. What's that? Just enough time to finish. <laughs> Finish what? <laughs> Doing it myself? <laughs> Shooting a fucking ping pong ball out of my asshole? Don't worry. The ping pong show is just one of the like insane things that the Thai people do to cater to the tourists. I would say that Thailand is probably the least prudish Asian country. The least prudish country in the entirety of Asia. I just imagine, you know, in basketball where they have a random fan to go do a half-court shot to win money. <laughs> they just do the same thing with ping pong. Yeah, just invite me onto the, the stage. Wall. I'll put a fucking ping pong ball in my asshole and see if I can squeeze it out. <laughs> 50 grand if you get it in the hoop. Yeah, actually fucking disgusting. But that's why, like, I was surprised to learn that he was arrested for reaching his fucking leg up. And it wasn't just a random girl. I mean, it was his girlfriend. In a public space, yeah, and live, but really not that bad. It's not like he was just fucking in a public space, right? It's because, so it was the fact it was recorded or, or streamed? Was it was it, live, I think it was, it just was streamed. Oh yeah, but I think it was just the fact that they were like recording it, right? Or is the charge because it was being distributed straight online? I mean, you see the interaction between the hotel manager and them live. So I do believe it was live. I guess that counts as distribution. But yeah, um, so she's like, oh, this is very disrespectful to Thai culture. I'm like, I mean, you <laughs> guys get up to wait. <laughs> Only because of the fucking tourists that have essentially raped the culture of Thailand. But it has, let's face it, become part of Thai culture. So I don't think it was disrespectful at all. Maybe disrespectful to the hotel. Like that I can understand, but certainly not something to get arrested over. I was just going to say Thai, Thai culture also being older white men going over there. Fat, middle-aged, balding men going over there literally just for sex. I mean, Thailand is known for that. It has been known for that for a while. Uh, and that's kind of sad because obviously like Thai people are great. Thailand has amazing culture otherwise. Beautiful scenery, everything, everything. I could go into depth about just how great Thailand is without all the fucking dirty, seedy shit that goes on. I can't remember if it was real or not, but did you, I feel like I remember you mentioning you'd get you'd occasionally get a look when you were going into Thailand from like the airport people or something. No, me no, because... Yeah, I don't exactly look... Just because of the implication. I don't look like a sex tourist. True. <laughs> but just, you know, like a white single guy going to Thailand by himself. It's like, hmm. Oh, you can literally play spot the sex tourist. <laughs> and you can ask, go up to them and ask them. I did this a few times. and like, so what are you going to Thailand for? Well, I'm going to go fuck some whores. That's what they're going to... That's what they say <laughs> oh, every time. Oh, we at least they're honest. Oh, they literally... They completely admit it. They 100% admit it every time. So that's really the great shame of Thailand, which is why, like, I'm, even though I think what's happening to Ice Poseidon 
is completely ridiculous and unfair. And I think the manager clearly had connections for this to happen, because otherwise the police would have never got involved in this. She had connections, or she paid them off. There's a lot of corruption in Thailand. Oh, uh, yeah, the cops will make you basically pay a bribe, otherwise you'll get screwed over. Exactly. So my Thai friend, I mean, this doesn't apply to foreigners so much. Foreigners can't really do this. But if you're a Thai native, you're a Thai person, you can do this. So my Thai friend, this is the first example. He was speeding, genuinely like speeding, like way over the speed limit. I can't remember the exact speed, but it was like Probably, yeah, at 120, least 120 miles an hour or some shit. Obviously, police pull him over. I'm literally in the car with him. Equivalent of 10 dillers, 10 fucking dillers. <laughs> and he's on his way. That's it. 10 dillers is not very much. And then the other situation I heard, this didn't happen to my friend, but someone my friend knew, ran over a kid and killed him. Killed a child. That'll be $20. <laughs> now, he actually had to give quite a lot. I can't remember the exact figure. I mean, it was a six-figure sum. But still, I mean, he killed a child. He lived in Thailand? He, he's a Thai native, yeah. He lives okay. in Thailand, yeah. I mean, six yeah. figures to, to not go to jail for life, eh. Yeah, it's pretty good, I would say. So call it 100,000. It might have been a bit more. might have been 150. But yeah, I mean, I would do that. Wouldn't what you if there's so, do that? What if there's some family out there that just keeps making kids and making them run out in front of in front of traffic just to get a settlement? I feel like that's a pretty good idea. I mean, that's a money-making <laughs> scheme there. We should do that. We don't even need to produce them ourselves. Like, let's just fucking... Now we're into some Andrew Tate trafficking <laughs> type shit here. Let's go yeah, out, buy a bunch of fucking kids... We'll fucking this is adopt like some the kids. Worst, worst thing to talk about when we have four sponsors as well. <laughs> <laughs> well. This is a good idea. This is really good. I'm seeing potential in this. This is like an Andrew Tate scam. <laughs> Buy some kids, take them to Thailand, have them run in front of traffic. <laughs> Where I mean, are we buying the kids from? You could buy them fucking anywhere. Like, if you've got the money, you could buy them anywhere. But literally have the kids, like, play Froggle with the fucking cars. And if they're lucky, they're lucky. If they're lucky and they survive, they get some food that night. If they're not, well, we're eating good. We're eating good. <laughs> I mean, you might be onto something, Jay. Like, maybe that's why the parents didn't really give a shit too much. Yeah, they just have 20, 20 more out back. Don't even have names. They just have a coloured shirt with a number on it. Like we're up to no we're on to number twenty two now. All right, number eighteen. Out you come. <laughs> it's your turn. Yeah, genius. But yeah, that's Thai natives that are able to do that. Foreigners can't. And in fact, it's quite the opposite. And this is what I started noticing my last few trips to Thailand and why I haven't really been going back. Not that I blame the Thai people at all. They as a culture and they have a, as a people have really been raped by fucking foreigners in more ways than one. But I'm noticing now, it was like always the case, like you go to Thailand as a tourist and you pay double, perhaps triple. Or even 10 times more, I've heard, like with the markets and stuff. And you're beginning to get the looks, you're beginning to get, not the looks like you're a fucking sex tourist, but like we don't fucking want you here because of the other foreigners that have left this terrible impression on the Thai people. And that's a real shame. And that's one of the reasons why I haven't been back. But anyways, that's that's... I feel like Ice Poseidon kind of got a raw deal there. On one hand, he did kind of deserve it because he's a scammer. On the other hand, it's kind of a ridiculous charge. Why was he even, like, doing that in a restaurant <laughs> in lingerie? It's like degeneracy. Uh, for attention, impressions, because people egg him on. I mean, typical reason. I mean, 
Have you seen some of this fucking... What, what people are doing for, like, attention and money now on TikTok? Have you seen these robot TikTok people? Yeah, the um the NPC ones, right? Like, what the fuck is going on there? So I've seen three of them now. There's this one called Pinky Doll, who's like this, I guess, half-cast woman making popcorn with a hair straightener. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. Mmm, ice cream's so good. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Take you free. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, popcorn. Yes, popcorn. Like, what the it's fuck? It's hard to, like explain without it's better just to see the visuals just gotta see it yeah but it's just like this woman and she's like mimicking like a npc character and she just keeps going mm, ice cream yum 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 mm, ice cream <laughs> yes 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 and she's sitting and so when they get a donation on tiktok it's like a like what like an object like say like a ice cream or a rose and they'll react to that yeah and she's just sitting there with a hair straightener with one singular popcorn kernel, and I don't know why, and she just it's just sitting there d Im imitating an NPC character for like I don't know hours at a time, and it must be making money. Like the rose and the ice cream are about are worth about one cent or just under one cent. Oh, did you actually? Okay, I looked some of this shit up, but there are other gifts which are worth quite a considerable amount more. Like one is worth twenty five dollars. There's a lion that's worth like five hundred dollars or something. She she has a plan because it's very like rehearsed. Like she must have spent mm. like weeks perfecting these like mannerisms, <laughs> like in front of the mirror. But I looked into it a bit, and obviously because fetishes are always you know fetishes just seem to pop up everywhere. It's a shame Pyro's not on because he probably fucking knows the name of it. But yeah, apparently it's a. It's a fetish thing. Like, people are actually have a fetish for people that act like NPCs. Obviously, I still think, like, 90% of the people watching it are probably just kids getting, like, their sensory overload for the day. But there's probably quite a few people just watching it getting off to it, which is just, like, bizarre. I would say that their numbers are probably higher than they will be, say, a month from now because it is a gimmick and it is a growing trend. But the trend will die off, you know, within a month. But like you said, there will be kids and just completely, like, zombified mutants watching this thing. And I cannot believe, like, I haven't done the math. I think it's kind of almost impossible to do the math of just how much money these people are making. So I think there was three people that I saw. There was the Belle Delphine lookalike. I thought it was Belle Delphine at first. Yeah. Um, and then there's this anime creature. There's actually, there's way more, but the I think the original was this Japanese woman who just did like the hand symbol signals and like the anime sounds. And then that's just kind of evolved into this fucking clusterfuck ASMR, like insanity. Ice cream, so good. Ice cream, so good. Yes, yes, yes. Gra, gra, Ice cream, so good. Gang, gang. Slay, mm, gang, slay. Gang. Ice cream, so good. Ice cream, so good. I cannot, I cannot believe people sit there and watch it. You can't even tell if they're attractive anymore, honestly, because oh, well, the of all the makeup and the filters, like they don't even look human anymore. But I think that's kind of the point, almost. The less human you look and act, the more people seem to be interested. They all look anime-esque, which I think is just... Fictional was kind of like the big thing at the moment, you know? I mean, people call me old, and maybe I fucking am. I am only 35, so I'm not even that old. But, like, when people call me old, like, I have to agree. If there is any entertainment value in that, because they're doing literally the same thing over and over again for hours at a time. I mean, it's the same movement. It's the same, same hand gesture. It's the same sound. 
I mean, if I was to take this sound and put it in Audacity, it would virtually be the same exact wave, I think. It is kind of impressive how, like, yeah, they sound the exact same whenever they say the phrase. Do you know those baby sensory videos where it's just like a bunch of f- smiling fruit dancing on the screen and spinning around? I see it just like an equivalent for, like, that's for three-year-olds. This is for, like, six-year-olds. Like, But I think that, you know, a dancing fruit singing a little song probably has more worth than this. <laughs> probably. I'm not even saying that as a joke. So one of them I looked into, so the um, the Belle Dauphine lookalike, as you so put it, she's actually, like, a well-established, I don't know if it's porn stars the term, but she's on OnlyFans, and she's been yeah, doing it for shocking. years. So I was like... Either this is making more money than OnlyFans, which is would be insane, or it's kind of like a gateway, you know, like to get people to sub to the OnlyFans. I hate that it can be called research, but I was watching through and she, she'll hold up like a sign every like two minutes that says like, follow me for more on IG Cherry Crush or whatever her name is. And then I like went through it. I went through it and she has like four accounts because TikTok frowns on people advertising OnlyFans, I think. So she had like three Instagram accounts to kind of like, like a shell account <laughs> to, sh- to hide that she did OnlyFans. She's been doing it for ages, so it's clearly a moneymaker, but it might just be like a grift, right? So she might just follow what the trend is and jump on it straight. But what's more respectable, the TikToks robot NPC or OnlyFans? I was literally, no joke, Jay, I was literally going to ask you the exact same question. <laughs> I think um, I think this is more respectable than the fucking OnlyFans shit, I think. Yeah, but it's, I feel like it's also, I feel like you'd be losing more brain cells doing this, or this definitely takes up a lot more time, because OnlyFans is just like True. a photo, right, or a yep. video. This is like an endless live stream. <laughs> I'm genuinely impressed with the skill. Like, how are they able to make that same noise and do that exact yum, same gesture? Ice cream, so good. And say it in the exact same way and do the exact same gesture. I'll have to actually play a clip on the podcast just so people can get an idea of it. They look like a fucking cyborg. A robot repeating the same thing over and over again. You would Did think, you see the guy who's stacking nuts on TikTok? No, I didn't see that. Oh, no. I, I know exactly. Kind of when you say nuts, I thought of literal uh, like bolts. Bolts. Oh, I've right. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. But it's like the same shit, right? So like yeah. the, the premise is if someone donates the cap, which I assume is probably like worth the most. <laughs> I, think it's worth, removed, I think it's worth more. I heard the lion was worth the most. He removes a nut or a bolt from... <laughs> The stack of yeah. the stack of nuts he has, and he's got the the crying filter on twenty four seven, and it's just the most un- like we say the NPC shit is unhinged, but I feel like this is worse. Like this is no, I think it's funny though. <laughs> but it's just <laughs> I can only watch it once, you know, one time. Yeah, I can't believe people continuously tune into this thing, and it's the same thing every time. But the first time I watched it, like it was funny. <laughs> it's just like, and I guess it's like watching. One of these robot making popcorn with a hair straightener streams. I don't even know. Is there a name for it? I still don't understand the hair straightener part. I looked into it as well. It's literally just to captivate your attention. Oh, it's like, what is she doing? Yeah. This is interesting. Why is she doing that? So it's all like visual stimuli. Yeah, I'm surprised she doesn't have like subway surfers or family guy in the corner as well. It's like ASMR. Like some people, that's very pleasing. 
for some people, right? They're just, they're just ignoring like the yum, 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 yum. And just like, they're just waiting for that kernel to pop. And they're like, yeah. There's something it's doing to their very underdeveloped brain. Flashing colors, flashing colors, flashing colors. Visual and audible stimuli. I wouldn't understand it. I couldn't possibly understand it, but maybe this is doing something to a child's brain. It is gonna be someone's wake up call or a lot of kids wake up call and it's gonna ruin them for life. You know how like Pyro says, Spirited Away was potentially the gateway into his disgusting, degenerate, freakish behaviors. These TikTok streams are probably going to cause someone to have this really, really specific NPC fetish of someone saying ice cream, yum, 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 when they're like 20 years old. I mean, there have been, no joke, psychological studies that have been done on this. Do you remember a show called The Teletubbies? Yeah, of course. I mean, MLG Teletubbies, of course, Pyro's video. <laughs> and there was a psychological study done on the Teletubbies because they speak a certain way and it's basically... Oh, the yeah, the babbling. Gibberish, almost. So kids started speaking that way and they started <laughs> speaking these words completely incorrectly. So they would be asked by a teacher or a parent a very simple question and they would answer like a Teletubby would and it was genuinely affecting their language skills, <laughs> like their communication skills, detrimentally. That's funny. I don't even think it's funny because, like, it genuinely damaged like communicative skills you know for their foreseeable childhood and like these needed to be corrected some of these problems lingered and because they were slower to learn the english language they were slower to learn other subjects as well because they had to spend this extra time learning to fucking speak properly i mean if this trend continues to grow because right now it's only just started but if it becomes so popular that this many kids are consuming it on a regular basis like suddenly just imagine like have you brushed your teeth yet? Ice cream, so good. Ice cream, so <laughs> good. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Slay. Yeah. Imagine, imagine someone just cannot say ice cream without saying yum, yum, yum afterwards for the rest of their life. Just fucking ruins their brain. I mean, it's been stuck in my fucking head since I saw one of the videos. I think I, I literally scrolled past it like 10 separate times in like the space of like half an hour. Well, you know how Twitter is like once someone makes a tweet and it bangs, everyone else is tweeting the exact same thing. So essentially there's a hundred different tweets, essentially the same thing. That's going to continue to grow even more now because Twitter has installed some kind of monetization and um, people are actually getting paid quite a lot. On I was it. just thinking of that segue as well. Actually, no, before we get into that, let's uh, let's do the sponsors. I'm just going to grab some water. I'm going to grab some water first. Hang on. This summer, it's not about the size of those cannonballs. It's about making a splash with our friends at Manscaped. Prep for barbecue season by making sure your grill master has the hottest dogs the summer's ever seen. When you're at the cookout, let the meat speak for itself with Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0. It's time to get ready and not sweaty by going to manscaped.com and using code TBH for 20% off and free shipping. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to guarantee you'll have the most mouth-watering treats at the party. They have built the 
Ultimate Bundle for your summer grooming. Their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. They've got Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, keeping you cool from sunrise to sunset with a soothing aloe vera formula. It's the best in the business for below-the-waist freshness. So, get 20% off and free shipping with the code TBH at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code TBH. Manscaped, the perfect way to get your patties sizzling hot this summer. Going online without ExpressVPN is like using your smartphone without a protective case. Most of the time you'll probably be fine, but all it takes is one accidental drop onto solid concrete to make you wish you had protected yourself. Why does everyone need a VPN? Every time you connect to an encrypted network in cafes, hotels, airports, etc., your online data is not secure. Secured. Any hacker on the same network can gain access to and steal your personal data. Your data is valuable. Hackers can make up to $1,000. Super secure. It'd take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. It's so easy to use. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com. Com slash tbh. That's expressvpn.com slash tbh. And you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash tbh. Now that we're in the thick of summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. Too busy with summer plans to cook, but want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh. Never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Ready to feel your best while making the most out of your summer adventures? Stick to your wellness goals with premium, ready-to-eat meals featuring high-quality ingredients such as broccolini, leeks, and asparagus. Treat yourself to 34-plus weekly restaurant-quality options like bruschetta shrimp risotto, green goddess chicken, and grilled steakhouse filet Mignon, ready in just two minutes. Head to factormeals.com slash tbh50 and use code tbh50 to get 50% off. That's code tbh50 at factormeals.com slash tbh50 to get 50% off. 
Bird dogs are the only shorts that actually fit because the material stretches around you, no matter how massive your ass is. Bird dogs look like nice khaki shorts, but they function like your best pair of gym shorts. This means they look really cool and epic, but they're also super comfortable. Bird dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dogs use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. There is no activity known to man that you will not be able to do in these shorts. You can even in them, but don't. (laughs) You shouldn't do that. So go to birddogs.com slash tbh or enter promo code tbh for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash tbh or promo code tbh for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. How are your bird dogs, Jay? Because you got a pair. You, you didn't get yours, did you? You were meant to get them. I'm genuinely upset about that because I want to wear my fucking bird dogs. So you got your pair of shorts. What colours are they coming in? Um, Have a little look, Jay. Have a little look at your shorts. Are you wearing them right now? Say yes. I am not, but I did wear them to the gym. And they're, they're definitely good. Like, I don't really know how to rate gym shorts, but they're definitely comfy. They're better than the piece of shit ones I was wearing before. Because <laughs> you go to the gym quite a lot, so I imagine you're going to be wearing these shorts, you know, pretty frequently. I mean, you can do anything in them, anything. And, uh, yeah, so use that code, use promo code <laughs> TBH to get yourself a pair of bird dogs. I like the name, by the way. The name is cool. You're so going to have to blur that. It'd be funny to keep it in, but, like... All right, so that's the ads, boys. That's all the four fucking ads done. I'm sorry it worked out that way. I mean, I we genuinely did not intend to do four ads this episode. It just, that's how it happened. Um, we try to schedule like one per week or one per episode. Well, not per week. We're not going to be releasing episodes that Sorry, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was always the plan, but it never matriculated that way. I and mean, we're lucky to get one episode out a month. The plan was to do one sponsor per episode. Sometimes there are going to be two episodes. Yeah, two sponsors in an episode. Not four. That was not the plan. But it's worked out so that way. Stop complaining. Stop whining in the comments section. Have... Go on. It's going to say... Happy to announce that we have 20 sponsors next episode. I wish. I fuck. I would do it as well. I would do every single one in a row. The whole episode is just sponsors. Because Pyro and Nerd aren't here. So we're getting, you know, we're getting quite a nice whack from that. Nice whack from that. Yeah, and especially because Pyro doesn't need the money. It's especially good that we get his. Uh, he'll need to save it. He's got quite a few lawsuits coming his way. <laughs> Don't put that in. Okay, so we've got somewhat of a serious topic today. I know it's almost always exclusively slop and shit, but this one's kind of serious. Have you ever watched a true crime YouTuber, Jay? These true crime YouTubers essentially just talk about murder cases or cold cases, things like that. A lot of the times they'll have the um, footage from, you know, like publicly available footage of the interrogations and they'll have like a voiceover. Um, And I think they do the Patreons because a lot of the times the content can't be monetized on YouTube. Right. So the patrons like like JCS, I, I'm probably butchering the name. The big criminology channel used to do that. Like they had a shitload of people on Patreon because that's how they made their money. Well, in her case, this true crime YouTuber called Zav Girl, just under a hundred thousand subscribers, eighty thousand subscribers. I mean, she's just got ripped footage on her channel. She's just taken like the interrogations and the interviews that the uh, the culprits have had with the police 
Um, and that's all she's got on her channel, essentially. She does do a few live streams, but for the most part, like, it's just stolen footage. I mean, she doesn't even do a voiceover Does she not voice over? No, it's no, just no. re-uploads? It's pretty much just re-uploads. There's some kind of loophole here where she can monetize this footage. It's like public access footage. Yeah, it's, it is all publicly available. You just have to... So I actually know quite a bit about how it works because Slazo is actually doing a criminology channel. So you you basically have to write like a letter to like the county or the state for, of the police mm -hmm. of wherever the footage was recorded. And usually you'd have to pay, I think you have to pay a fee for them to transcribe it or just like to watch through it and, uh, you know, remove any details that shouldn't be in there. You know, basically just a way to make a quick buck on the, right. the police's case. But yeah, once once you pay that, it becomes well, it's already publicly available. You just have to pay that fee. So I'm not going to give the name of the case or name of the individuals involved. But uh, this particular case, just the bare bones of it, involves an 11 year old boy uh, that was killed by one of his family members. Oh, and she's she's actually put out an apology one hour ago. So she'd been plugging a Patreon. Where if you paid $3, you could get to see some autopsy photos of a child, you know, somehow she got them. In essence, profiting from pictures of a dead child. And of course, what happens is the victim's family see this, see that she's doing this. They're quite rightly fucking disgusted with it. The exact phrasing was, I'm going live on Patreon to show crime scene pictures and autopsy photos. Anyone at the $3 level or above will be able to view the live. So, you know, blatant, blatantly advertising her Patreon $3 tier. So obviously the parents are appalled. They contact mainstream media. This goes, you know. Oh, shit, I didn't even know. Yes, it hit mainstream news. Initially, instead of apologizing, she just doubled down and actually defended what she did. First refused to take the video down on her Patreon, and she felt justified in making money from it. I chose to put the video on Patreon because of the sensitive nature of the evidence. Putting the evidence behind a paywall meant added security, and I naively thought they wouldn't be made public. At this time, my Patreon website has been shut down. I am not sharing any of the photos or video anywhere, although you can see the photos published on other popular channels. Nothing you see is from me, nor will ever be. To those who have supported me and followed my channel, and to the true crime community, I'm sorry I let you down. Yeah, when I want to sum it up for the um, listeners. Yeah, sum it up. She's a fucking whore, hag, bitch, <laughs> slut, filth. <laughs> She's fucking scum. She needs to burn in hell. And children need to come by and throw stones at her, at her corpse. That's, that's my verdict on it. Yeah, it's a terrible apology. It's just a typical YouTube apology. You don't buy a word that she said. Um, it's all fake. She's reading from a script. The worst part was her saying the photos, the autopsy photos she didn't specifically ask for, so it's as some sort of justification like oh yeah i didn't ask for them specifically i didn't ask for pictures of a dead child but i just got them so i thought i'd put them behind a paywall to be honest but she only made what she made 18 dollars apparently 18, she made 18 dollars from it so 18 dollars she lost a patron everyone fucking hates her despises her and good unlucky stupid bitch <laughs> in any case that's not what she did initially She's apologized now. But not really well. Just sorry to the family. And then most of it's justification. When your career is like on the line, you're going through all this shit. I don't know why YouTubers read from a script. Even if you can't, you're not very good at articulating things. Why don't you fucking learn the script by heart? I thought you were going to say they should just do it like off the cuff. But yeah, like I... <laughs> 
The fact that you can see her reading it. There's no emotion. It's not a long speech, it's a three minute video. She's reading from a script and she's made jump cuts as well. Yeah, I was about to say, and there's blatant jump cuts. I mean, it's just re-record it. Just learn the script by heart if you're not very good at public speaking. Your career's on the line. Why don't you put a bit of fucking effort in, you stupid bitch? Like, come on. I see them all do this, reading from a script, bringing the dog on, making jump cuts. The loud sigh. I didn't want to make this video. Why are the police just giving out pictures of dead children to anyone who asks? I assume obviously they would be blurred, but it's a very surprising that was public. one of the publicly available things. You'd think there would be some sort of suppression or like for the family's sake, they wouldn't have access to it. One thing I noticed was the second her patron was taken down, by Patreon themselves, she removed the Patreon link from a channel page and in its place put a PayPal link. A link to a fucking PayPal. I mean, how fucking transparent can you get with that? There is a huge viewer base for these and I think from what I could see, most of them are all kind of like middle-aged, older people just obsessed with true crime. I mean, I myself, I don't watch it on YouTube, but if there's a Netflix documentary about crime, I might watch it. The Staircase is one that comes to mind, which was like, yeah, that was enthralling. And there was a Black Mirror episode oh, yeah. recently, which kind of delved into that. This morbid interest in some of these cases that I genuinely have myself do have a detrimental effect on the victims and the victims' families, of course. Something worth thinking about. I mean, there's a kind of immorality there, almost which is what that Black Mirror episode was trying to make people think about. Oh, that was the best episode on that season, by the way. I yeah, think. that one in the... Oh, and the Jesse, Jesse Pinkman, Pinkman one. That was Even that was good. predictable. In my eyes, I mean, this is just like a case of her profiting off of other people's tragedy. If you're not really adding anything to it at all, then that's all it is at the end of the day. And I think that's most, most of these true crime YouTubers. So yeah, serious topic for you. Something that we normally don't do. Usually it's just complete slop. <laughs> if people enjoy that sort of thing once in a while, like we'll keep finding those serious topics for and you. And stories also. Well, there was that one time I ran over a Thai child in Thailand and I got oh, off with that's it. That's right. Six, I think you just had to pay six figures, right? That's why, that's why I've got four sponsors on the podcast. That's why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> that's why we got four sponsors. I read some of the comments uh, last episode. There was one particularly good one which recommended us doing a little bit a little bit more due diligence a little bit more research into the topics which i've tried to do a little bit here today but i thought that was a really good comment and uh and um we are going to be structuring slightly uh, structuring. the episodes there'll still be a lot of improv <laughs> exactly like we do want that natural kind of flow of conversation that at like a bar or something not like a, a pre-structured thought about everything that we want to say type thing um not like a fucking youtube video i mean this is just a casual fucking stream or a casual conversation between friends where anything can happen and anything is brought up and it's messy and chaotic and disorganized but yeah again like i do understand where this person was coming from it was a great comment so we are going to try and do a, a kind of hybrid mix and match uh, of those two things going forward so there you go